And welcome back to the 106th episode of the Moss Brew Stomp Down, because you've got your host, Sludge, here, coast across from me. is the Lorax. And the Grandmaster from Texas. Ruben. So we have got a pretty sweet one, because, of course, now this episode, we are celebrating the Lorax's birthday. Mark, let him know when your birthday yeah. is. May the 27th. So that's, is that a Saturday? All right. We that is a Saturday. That's right. So that we, a- we are releasing yeah, this, yeah. and when you see this, it is the Lorax's birthday, so you need to make sure and go tell him happy birthday. Um, but we picked or let you pick. And yes. so, you know what? You give us a little rundown of what movie we are watching real quick before we do the trailer. Well, we're going to be watching, uh, the night stalker, old cold Jack, man. It was good. Come out in 72. Great movie. Not the normal monster movie that we do, but it's a good one. Oh, I think, I think it's fantastic. So Darren McGavin, uh, was cold checking that now Darren McGavin, if you know who he is, or if you've seen cold check, should be a pretty familiar face to you because he has made appearances in Dead Heat. He was in The X-Files a couple yeah. episodes. He was in Millennium. He was in Tales from the Dark Side. He was in the old Monsters show for one episode, um, uh, The Night Strangler. Uh, so anything when it comes to the creepy, horror, supernatural, he's not a stranger to it when it comes to TV. So, uh, of course, he plays uh, Kolchak, Carl, Carl yeah. Kolchak in this, and uh, pretty stoked about this one and – um because this is what kicked off the series. Like there was a television series ran for a couple seasons um, that kicked it off. And so it was pretty cool um, to do this for Lorax's birthday. So let's jump into it. Here's the trailer. presents an original motion picture produced especially for the movie of the week. Tonight on the movie of the week. May I introduce myself? My name is Kolshak of the Daily Chronicle. Kolshak reports the bazaar, the supernatural. The unexplainable. You again is another crazy story. This nut thinks he is a vampire. You know what I call that? Irresponsible yellow journalism. He has killed four, maybe five women. I saw that so-called super killer wipe up the streets with your so-called police force. They don't want any help from amateur bloodhounds like you. I've been a reporter for 22 years. I've been a police officer for 30. Well, then why don't you retire? Each man in the field is issued one of these and uh, one of these. Are you suggesting that we pound one of these into Scorzini's chest? No, no, into his heart. Darren McGavin, the Night Stalker. All right, so a little quick TV trailer uh, for the Night Stalker. Now, this movie came out January 18th, 1972. Uh, this was an ABC movie uh, that came out, and of course, it was based off of the Kolchak tapes. The Kolchak, wait, the Kolchak letters. What was it? Kolchak something. Files. Files. Kolchak. Yeah, yeah. Kolchak files. files. Like yeah. I know there was a couple different things called because when this was when this came out, the the novel or the book hadn't even been released yet, and so the author of the Kolchak papers, files, whatever. Uh, Jeff Rice hadn't even released it might it yet. Have yeah, um, it might have been papers. Might have been papers. The papers. Papers. Now that I think okay, the Kolchak papers. papers. I yeah. think we're, we're going to go with Kolchak yeah. papers. Yeah. Kolchak papers. Yeah, let's go with that. It yeah. works. So Ruben's, Ruben's decided Kolchak papers is what it is. That's what we're going for. Yeah. Um, so Jeff Rice wrote those, wrote that. But since it hadn't been published yet, uh, Richard Matheson um, ha- is who wrote yeah. the made-for-TV movie. 
um, and then they released it um, uh, in January of 1972 and did extremely well. This movie actually holds a pretty, for coming out in 1972, uh, it's still got a critic score of 88% on Rotten Tomato, even though Rotten Tomato doesn't really matter, and like a 74, 75 um, audience score, which is weird because nowadays normally you see the audience score higher than the than the critics because they, they, they suck, but... Um, uh, I didn't say that. I did say that. Uh, so, but this one's a pretty cool, pretty sweet movie. So, pretty much, it takes place in Las Vegas, and um, you've got Carl Kolchek, who uh, is a reporter, um, who starts reporting on a case of women that start getting killed and drained of blood um, in Las Vegas. And of course, they don't want to, you know, go and say, "Oh, it's a vampire" because they're not real. But as he continues to uh, research and do his thing as a reporter. Um, comes to find out that this person killing these women actually is a real vampire, and uh, he has to go and work with the city and the police trying to get this guy caught, this vampire caught, um, and works a plot up with them. Finally, you know, they end up um, agreeing that it is a vampire, um, and they end up, you know, trying to find out where he lives. And Kolchak goes in. Of course, Kolchak is Kolchak, and he ends up killing the vampire, shoving a nice wooden stake through its heart, and then right as it's all over. The city turns on him, and they tell him he either needs to leave Los Angeles immediately, not say a word about a real-life vampire, or they're going to charge him for first-degree murder of this guy. So really cool little twist at the end of this movie. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, if you know Kolchak, man, I mean, that's what the series was. Is He, he reported on more supernatural horror-type things that people wouldn't believe, uh, kind of like a... I don't want to say an X Files before X Files, but kind of like an X Files before X Files. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, I would, I could see where Chris Carter and them definitely pulled, you know, some some um, inspiration from Kolchak. Uh, but uh, you know, before I don't want to start in this one. I mean, Mark, it's your birthday. You kick us off. <coughs> and, you know, I mean, you're the one who got me kicked into or started into Kolchak as a kid. Because um, last time I'd seen this was I don't know, eight, nine, something like that. I mean, I was young, you know. Oh, I remember being yeah. little, little, barely remember much of it until I watched it again, but I'll wait to give my review of it till after you guys go. I'll let the older guys handle this one first. Since oh, this is your generation. Oh, 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 you know what I mean? Okay. You old ones. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Go, for, go for it, Lorax. He's, he's not wrong. cold He's not wrong. Yeah, not wrong. That's for sure. Uh, and by the way, I'll turn 29 on the 7th. Oh, 29. 29 yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. So, so you guys not only does he speak for the that. trees, but he lies <laughs> heavily as well. Uh, this movie, man, is just... I actually saw the series first before I saw the movie and, uh, was just kind of edge of your seat type of show. You don't know what's, uh, what's coming on from week to week. It was for me, it was Friday nights, ABC, uh, just absolutely love it. Suspenseful, you know, not a bunch of monster type, you know, deals that we normally deal with. Uh, but, uh, the acting I thought was, is, was just great in it. You know, there were some things just like in the movie, um, it's kind of corny, you know, how, how does this news reporter get to the, always get to the scene before the police do. Right. Yeah. He's, uh, he's he's always there, but he always has an answer. How'd you know? Oh, the the coroner told me, or this guy told me, or this, you know, he he always made it ahead though. You know, the FBI is eager to, to give feed him information and, and, uh, you know, a doctor's feeding him information. But to me, uh, it was, it's just great. I mean, uh, everything about, especially in 1972, you know, you don't have all these, you know, computer graphics and all that right. going on. And so, uh, they, they played on, on, on their acting and their acting abilities. And they, and like I say, it was a great job. Um, the whole cast of the movie I thought did a great job and, and, uh, I give it a thumbs up. I thought I thought it was well. Yeah, there's there's a time again. We'll give it to the old guys. I'm gonna hold on because I mean it's been a while since I've seen it, and I was very excited to watch it. Ruben, what about you when it comes to the Night Stalker? Well, the minute I turned it, uh, you know, brought it up. The minute I put the tape in, yeah, we'll go back to that. <laughs> so, um, all these memories of me being uh, being a kid and watching this for the first time, you know, uh, and I don't remember. I remember seeing this. Like like Mark, I remember seeing the series before the movie, but I remember the movie. I do remember it. I just for some reason thought it was after the series, so I'm thinking that I saw the series first. Of course, I was a wee lad, you know. I was what a wee lad, a wee lad, yeah, wee lad, yeah. So I was like seven years old, you know, at the time. If we have to know, I was uh, eleven. I was eleven. Eleven. You were eleven. Yeah, I was. I was seventy-two. I was. 
He's seven years old. I wasn't even and, any thought um, at this point, but you know, <laughs> not even no, not even nope, yeah, nope. no, nothing. So, so, and not only that, but the story was great. The acting was great. Seeing all these actors that would either you know go on like so many familiar faces, like um, like you know, you got Frank Burns from Mash. She's the doctor. Yep. On that. Oh yeah. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then yeah. no, he um, was the corner. And then his grow the. Cor- yeah, 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 yeah. He was a corner. He was a corner. He was a corner. The corner. Yeah. And I saw him. I'm like, man. And then I saw, I mean, and the sheriff, I've, I've seen him on, uh, I don't know if guys you remember shows like this, but BJ and the Bear. Oh, yeah. And I think it was oh, yeah. another show called Moving On. Yeah. yeah. He, he, oh, would, yeah. he was a regular on those shows. And I'm yeah. like, man, I recognize, I recognize his girlfriend from the Poseidon Adventure. She was in the Poseidon Adventure. That's I, I where she's from. Ass. Man, I was watching that the whole yeah. time. I'm going, man, I <laughs> yeah. have seen this broad somewhere. The Poseidon Adventure. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you knew that. Well, yes, yes. Okay. That's it. It was a Poseidon Adventure. But, man, it was so great. And, ba- you know, Barry, the vampire Barry was Atwater's, perfect. Barry Atwater's in this. You know, uh, the yeah. poli- he's a politi- politician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah or the city mayor or whatever he is. Yes, yeah. yes. But he goes on to be a politician. Get- a governor or yeah. a, a politician. Yeah, I mean, Something like that. Yeah. In real life, okay, yeah, you see yeah, that, yeah. that I didn't know. I just, I just, I started watching it, and it's just like almost every character. I'm like, man, I've seen them in something. Uh, there was even one that I, that I used to watch, Emergency and Adam Twelve, and oh. he came out on it. I'm like, man, I recognized him from that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was all <laughs> definitely, you know, it was just all these people, and I'm like, I know them from all these shows, you know. Um, it seems like I guess they had a pool of actors they and you know that they they went to, and um. It was just great. I thought the story was great. You know, um, the tension was there. Even for a made-for-TV movie, the tension was there. Because um, I remember as a kid, you know, it was even more. Now, of course, I'm an adult. You know, I'm like, ah, you know, it's kind of... It, it's. It, I didn't even find it, like, funny now watching it as an adult. I still enjoyed it. And not because it was horribly acted. Not because the graphics weren't, you know, we didn't have the special... It was all great. You know, it was all great. I liked, uh, although it was funny to see uh, see Kolchak with his white shoes on and no shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sitting there. He puts his feet up and he's got those white shoes on. I go, like, oh, man, that style from the early 70s is just something else. Um, but yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed every minute of it. Um, I gave it a high stomp rating because uh, some of it is nostalgia and some of it is because it was just, you know, I, it was just a good, it was just made perfectly for TV, a TV movie that was made just about perfect. I don't really have too many complaints about it. Um, doesn't seem like they took any shortcuts in making this movie at all. Um, you know, sometimes with TV movies, they'll, make, they'll, they'll take shortcuts and, and they become obvious as they get older. But this one, I could say, yeah, the cars are dated and you know it's in the 70s. I mean, and it's Las Vegas looks totally different, so... You know, um, but still, even that was interesting. Like, you know, when he's driving down the strip or whatever, just to see all those neon signs and who was performing at the oh, time yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool just to catch the I, I saw John, of all Johnny that. Carson was was on one of the real <laughs> yeah, 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 he was. Yeah, 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 yeah Johnny yeah. Carson was on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, with with Doc Silverson or whatever. Oh, yeah, his name oh, yeah. Is. yeah. So, so I'm watching a movie, and I'm also watching the background, you know, so that makes that makes the movie even more interesting, you know? Um, although I, I will say th- this is, I guess what I'll say is this a stunt man oriented movie is all the, all the great stuff is done by stunt man. You know, when you see Kolchak driving down that dirt, I don't know what it is, a field or something. You could catch a glimpse of the, of the stunt man, but, but other than that, man, I just thought it was great, you know, and, and all the fight scenes with the vampire. I mean, there is just, great you know and you know they were all stunt men and all that but they did a great job i i don't have any complaints <laughs> I, about this movie I, whatsoever. I don't mean to interrupt but i really got interrupt there for a second so obviously you guys watching we, we you, you know we do the video call with ruben and a lot of the times uh, unless there's a major error um i will use our video feed that we switched between and then but ruben always sends me his because i get his audio off his video because it's better quality and put it in the show and then I have his videos back up if we need it. And so if you're watching this, you may have just seen the wife 
shared a video <laughs> pop up on the screen over Ruben's head. So uh, that was my wife sharing something on Facebook. Um, usually I would edit that out, but that was just too funny for me to realize. I'm like, I might just leave that. So you're all like, who's the wife? What is going on? That's what's happening. She's interrupting the episode. So my bad, Ruben. I'm sorry. I saw that. And I was just like, wow. But so anything else you like about it? Anyway, that, that's it. No, that that that's it. I, there was nothing I did not like about this movie. It's great. Um, and, and this movie, and, and I will say, you named all these movies in, but he, I mean, he's the old man in the Christmas story, old Chuck. Yep. So Aaron McGavin. You, you know, yeah. you know that's that's how RJ knows him. That's how a lot of the kids of today will know him as as the old man in in, in Christmas story. They didn't see him like him showing up on X Files. That's like an Easter egg. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, you know, I the diehard fans yeah, are like, like, "Dude, <laughs> look at the, it's Cole yeah, Jack." You know, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. That's like an Easter egg. Him showing up in all these shows because you know he's the OG. He know? is, uh, man. He really is. Yeah, he's the OG. He's the OG of these type of X file type, you know, mysteries and uh, you know, I, and, back, and it's funny. Back in those days, man, you had Night Gallery and you had Thriller and you had Twilight Zone. That was even older than that. So, you know, and I really wish that that would have stuck around longer than it did because um, it was really great. But, um, you know, it's still fun to watch. And I had a lot of fun watching. it. That's it. That's all I got. Well, I, I have to go. I mean, like, he is the OG like Kolchak is because, I mean, yeah, you had Twilight Zone before. And Twilight Zone was a great show. I mean, there's no arguing how good of a show Twilight Zone is and what yeah. it did for the fans. Yeah. But, like, I think I feel like Kolchak was the first, like, cult status character because i mean he he did he came before tales from the dark side he came before tales from the crypt came before x files came before monsters came before millennium came for all these other shows that really kind of while like prior to him was the twilight zone and the twilight zone you had a a new episode a different story but you had different characters every week right cold check was really the first one that was one character In a monster of the week type scenario, you know, like we see with X Files or anything, but but the, he was the one that kind of set the ground for these shows coming after him. I feel like. Well, and when you said Night yeah, Gallery, I agree. right? Night Gallery, Night Gallery, was yeah. one of them. You know, and you and you were watching these, and and you're mm-hmm. right, different different actors, different characters every week, different shows every right. week, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. here comes Night Stalker with the same main character every week. Just kind of stepped yes. it up a level to where you yep. couldn't wait till the next week when you yeah know, you want to know what happened to him. What, what was fantastic? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I I've absolutely loved this movie. I mean, I, I it's great. I love it being the beginning, the kickoff for the series. And um, I don't know, man. I feel like I remember scenes of this because it's been a while. I mean, it's been probably thirty years since I've watched the movie, but but I've got more memory of this than the show. So I don't know if you kicked me off with the movie before the show. You know, if it was like one of those nights where it's like, oh, you know, you're on the couch watching Night Stalker. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna pipe in and join. Um, but it, it was it's phenomenally great. It's such a good movie, especially for being made for TV. And I love Kolchak because Kolchak's yeah. like, I don't know. It's like if he wants it, he gets it. You know what I mean? He's he's like, yeah, <laughs> he's got all these contacts, and they're gonna do yeah. whatever for him, so he he can get his feet dirty and his hands and all kinds of things. Even the 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 phone operator lady. You know, he brings her that box oh, of chocolates. Oh, and she's, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. she's all mad at me for it, but she's going to do it anyways, you know. And uh, it's really, really good, man. Of course, Darren McGavin's a great actor. I mean, really, really good actor. So, I mean, he was a strong lead to have for this show and for this character. And I think he does phenomenal for it. Special effects are great for, I mean, it's you don't, there's not a lot of special effects required in this movie. Made for TV. No, it's exactly. vampire hunting in Vegas. You know, there's very minimal blood in it. Um, what I mean, but there's so many cool scenes, even with the vampire, he's very classic vampire looking. Like I think of like Peter Cushing and those cats, the hammer film design, you know, that they did for this. So it's really cool, really classic, very seventies. Kind of a, uh, dark shadows. Yeah, 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 Uh, definitely. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Dark Uh, shadows. He did have that, even that, the facial features and the haircut. Oh yeah. Dark shadows right on the money. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. The dark shadows Mm -hmm. vibe. Uh, and it's really, really cool, man. And they handled a lot of the scenes really awesome. And like one of my favorite scenes, honestly, is just like where they find the one girl. Uh, is it the second girl on the 
the sand and like the water trough way yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. And there's, they notice there's no f- yeah. no footprints between her and like where they're at because it's all sand. And then you know Kolchak looks back and he's like, "Did he throw her?" And that's what the folks were like. Yeah. This is one strong dude. You know, I was like, holy crap, you realize he did. He threw yeah. her like 20 oh, yeah. yards oh, or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it kind of gave a depth of, of, of strength and power to the, to the vampire. But every time you see him, you know, when he's in the hospital stealing the blood the second time and they're chasing him and Kolchak, of course, cracks me up because he's not doing anything. Like, he lets the cops do their thing and he's just standing back taking pictures. You know what I mean? Like, re- like reporting yeah. on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I ain't getting involved in this crap. Yeah. You know, and they're chasing him out of the hospital and they're shooting at the vampire and it ain't working. Cars are, you know, hitting each other and all this stuff. And even when you go to, uh, you know, the, the cops chasing him again later uh, through somebody's backyard and into a pool and the cops are fighting him. Yeah. Kolchak's just like, nah, I'm going to snap my picture. Dude, like, uh, y- y'all got this. Um, <laughs> But I mean, there were some such really cool scenes, and it was that one moment, especially at the pool, when like there's he falls after they shoot him, but he gets up and he turns and he looks right at like he's not even looking at the cops, he's looking straight at Kolchak and those red eyes, you know, the blood veins almost like, and Kolchak's just looking at him. And that's that moment he goes, like, he doesn't say anything, but you realize he realizes this is a real vampire. Like, you know, it it was great, man. I love this movie. Um, super, super good. I think one of the things I like about the most is the narration. I love that Kolchak narrates his own story. Like, that was yeah. really, really oh, cool. Yeah, great, too. Because um, you don't get that a whole, whole lot. So, I mean, I love this thing, man. I think it's super, super cool. Um, it, it very, I don't know, man. It's just got a cool feel to it. I love it. I mean, he's a reporter, but he almost seems like a detective at the same time. You know? Um, so, it's a great character. Yeah, it's and, almost know. like he's the one running the case. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, he, he really is because they're, they're not figuring it out and he's having to figure it out for him. Be like, look, y'all a bunch of idiots. You know, it was at one point he's like, he's like, look, you know, when you're ready to tell me I'm right and you're wrong or whatever, it's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. he just knows. And, uh, he's got a cool swagger about him and his hat, man. Like, Kolchak wouldn't be Kolchak without the hat. Oh, you gotta know? have it. Gotta have um, it. Yeah. Which is super, super cool. So, uh, I mean, I love it. I have no complaints about this movie whatsoever. Even dating it back to 1972, I couldn't get my eyes off the screen the entire time. Like, it's Kolchak. It's freaking Kolchak. Um, so let's find out, man. It's stomp down rating time. All right, so this was a pretty unanimous, man. All three of us gave this movie a solid four out of five stomps. And I think that's just I don't know how you how it would have gotten five. With the way we compare things, but like from made for TV film, this is definitely one of the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ruben hinted before the show talking about Salem's Lot. So, like, if Kolchak got a four, yeah. Salem's Lot would be like that made for TV movie that gets a four and a half or a five. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that that would be the only reason yes. why. Because, I mean, it's a strong four, I feel like. I mean, would you guys agree to that? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. And and I try to be you know because Mark pointed out that I penalize movies because I because I know what's coming but it was very you know if you know I still see Salem's Lot and I see I still see that as the as the, the gold standard for made for TV vampire movie put it that way yeah yeah I mean yeah. definitely so, Salem's Lot is the yeah I would agree the made. For TV standard, if, like if you're 100%. talking about it, you know that made for TV because. Uh, well, I don't know. I might have say, to, Salem's lot. Salem's, you got okay. You got something. What you got? Well, I say I might have to challenge it. Like it's a, but it's it's kind of difficult though because Salem's lot. I'm kind of going off off key here a little bit because I just thought about this because we're thinking of going forwards. It's a made for TV movie, but it was a, it was like it was right. more or less a um, what do they call it? limited series because it was two parts. Mini series. It was. It was. Yeah. Um, it was a mini series. So it's it's kind of hard to compare it because this what I'm about to compare it to was three seasons. They had to fit yeah. all in, but the strain. Oh, I yeah. think when it comes to vampires, yeah. I don't know, Ruben. Have you seen the strain? No, I have not. Oh, oh it's a good dude. one to watch. Yeah. Like so, yeah, the right. strain. Maybe that. Maybe I need to see the strain, dude. Okay. So it's it. The strain is a series of books written uh, by Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan. And it's about a virus that comes over on a plane, which ends up being vampires. Um, uh, And and the main character uh, uh, works for the CDC and is trying, you know, this plane just shows up at the airport and it's just dark. No one's coming on, no one's coming off. They get on there, everybody's dead. And they're like, what's going on? And what it is is it's these vampires coming over to the U.S. and they've infiltrated the U.S. already. And they want to take over New York and global, you know, take over the world eventually, but they have to do it from New York. 
but like the the you know there's a master vampire then he's got these lieutenants or whatever but like he the vampire it's like a parasite almost it's crazy good how they handle it so like they'll bite somebody and then they kind of get this parasite in them and become dumb vampires you know vampires. almost you know 28 days later zombie type vampires but he has yeah. lieutenants that he will give specific types of this parasite too so that they have their mental capabilities and extra powers more like him. Um, it's done extremely well. Abraham, uh, I can't remember his last name, the, the Jewish guy who was who was in the World War II, and, and he, that's how he found out about these vampires because of the vampire that's second charge he built furniture for at one of these concentration yeah, camps, yeah, remember? Yeah. Um, and it's Abraham something there. But anyways, I don't know, man, like, that that's a a, yeah, yeah. That's a bar yeah. that's you that, gotta check it out. That, it's pretty just high. Just you ex, just you explain it, just you giving the synopsis. I'm like, man, how did I miss that? Oh, dude, it it's, is. It was it was an really FX good. series show and top of yeah. the line, dude. I, I mean, yeah, you need to check it out. I, I, in fact, I I just saw it. Uh, it may be on Hulu right now. Uh, really? Yeah. If you got well, Hulu, FX worth, is probably on Hulu. Worth checking out that, because that. that Hulu is, F- I mean, Fox owns Hulu. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. I'm uh, uh, yeah. pretty sure so, it is. So that's, that's what it's on. Yeah. So, de- yeah, definitely check it out, Ruben. Oh, so, I mean, man. but anyways, back to it. So, we're, you know, we're saying four because we, you know, to us, there's a higher standard for, for some things on made for TV, but it's yeah. solid four, man. Like, yes. Great. We, oh, yeah. I don't think any of us I couldn't. would definitely, it, it's one that, like, if you have grandkids or something, you know, you know, older grandkids, it, it's not scary enough to scare the, the kids. But and but and I think they would still enjoy it. I really yeah. Do. I mean, especially with the fight scenes and all that, you know. I think they would. Kids would really enjoy this movie. And and even, even if, for even like as old made as for is. TV films in general of this genre, like I would rank this high. Like even gargoyles, I love freaking oh, yeah. gargoyles. Oh, yeah. I love gargoyles. But I would probably put this movie just a tad over because of well, it's freaking Kolchak. You know, oh, yeah. like I don't know how to say well, it. Other and, than I, that. and I think that it what it ends up doing is. Is you watch the movie that sets up the series that you can continue yeah, on, yeah, you know, and which continue makes it on. fantastic and really, really good. Yeah. Um, Plus, uh, for collect for uh, collectors, man, that that book, the original, the Kolchak Papers, which that's what it's called. Okay. Kolchak okay. Papers. Man, I tell you what, three, four hundred dollars, six hundred. Wow. I mean, I was, it was. Oh, I mean, I, I was like, because I started researching, and I'm like, man, there's not much for collectors out there so i started kind of researching it for the collector you know part of this and what's out there's not much out there but those books are out there and there's even comics out there i knew there was cold check comics i, I knew there was know. the comics were out there yeah um, which so is, like, which is man, pretty, I'm gonna, pretty you know, cool i really it's just it's just a special place in my childhood heart for cold check so uh i'm gonna start looking into getting some of that stuff into my collection I ha- I have to have to completely agree. So, um, okay, so there you go. Solid freaking four from all of us. If you have not seen the Night Stalker, go check this movie out. It is one of the best made for TV films, especially in the genre of stuff that we watch. And Darren McGavin's awesome. Like he's just so good in this. So, but before we go yeah. on, because we're going to talk about Mark yeah. here, or the Lorax, in just a minute. Ruben, what are we talking about I'm, me for? Because this is your birthday episode. Oh my gosh! So we we, we got to. Yeah, Ruben, I've got to. Uh, I got to give you a hard time here, man. Before we leave off of uh, Kolchak, because we were talking about the, the oh, sheriff. Oh man, what did I do now? About the sheriff in this is is Claude Atkins. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You know, of course, you know, yeah. for those, you know, Claude Atkins. That's Rio um, Rio Bravo. Uh, then you've got the Devil's Brigade. A lot of Western stuff back in the day. And man, t- I swear, I I think him and Boone. Um, oh, what's his name? Richard Boone from The Last Dinosaur. Yeah. Swear those two could be brothers. I really swear those two could oh. be brothers. Because I don't know how many times he's talking to Kolchak or going off, and I'm like, I could see Richard Boone or anything. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so, yeah. like, Claude Atkins had a pretty major role in a movie that I thought for sure Ruben was going to bring up. And he didn't bring it up. And right. I'm kind of questioning, kind of questioning Ruben's fandom when it comes to a specific movie series that he talks about, <laughs> oh, knowing a lot about, and he's a big oh, fan of. No. And, uh, um, okay, let's get the camera on him. He's, 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 he's working he hard. Is, right he now. is. Look at it. I didn't, yeah, let's see. B, there's BJ and the Bear moving on. Nope. Of course, I didn't hit the arrow button. Yeah. 
No, keep going. He's about. He's one of the only good characters in a specific movie in the series. It's the, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. It's the last film of this series, and he is like one of the only two good characters in the movie. I think actually, because I'm not a big fan of this movie. I think it's the worst of the series. Okay, well, I'm going to '94. I'll go work my way down. Oh, you got to go way back further than that. Okay. I'll give you another hint. It's Cornelius. Cool. I mean, it, it could, a tarantula. I mean, was he in tarantula? Nope. I'll give you a hint. Cornelius is another oh, character okay. in this film. These films. He's uh, in Planet of the Apes. He is in Battle for the Planet of the Apes. He's Aldo. He's the he's the the leader of the gorillas. Really? See, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's Aldo is that in that. Dang right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Holy smoke! Like I, I thought, that. I, I thought for something. sure. Like I was like, this, I was like, Ruben's gonna bring up Planet of the Apes some way, somehow. Like I figured you would bring him up, and I was like, Yeah, I would, because I am a big fan of. And, and did I miss it? I think I'm gonna have to go take a couple of tabs off of my Planet of the Apes fandom uh, point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah going to have to this for him to <laughs> not, not know what he was in that, there. Man. So, which I, which, and of course, you know, I mean, Bland, Battle of the Planet of the Apes. I don't know about you, Ruben. I mean, to me, that's the that's the bottom of the bear. I mean, yeah, it's still good, it's the, but it's the, yeah, you know, it was the least favorite. But Aldo is hey, definitely one of the one of the cool what? characters it's, in that one. It's not coming up. It's not coming up on his. It's not. Let's see, battle yeah. would be. It's not coming up. Yeah. Hey, hold on. I might have to do like he does to. Ch- uh, uh, I believe you though, because he does look like an Aldo to me. <laughs> he does. He really. Oh, there it is. There he is. There he is. Yeah, there he is. 1973. Yeah, Battle dude. of the Planet of the Apes. Aldo. He he is Man. Aldo for sure. Wow. Man, and you're right. For me not to bring it up, that's a shame because I'm a Pata fan. Big Pata fan. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, anyways, I just had, I had to bring it up because I'm like, oh, I cannot believe Ruben didn't bring that up. So, uh, yeah. So if you go watch Battle of the Planet of the Apes. Aldo, the, the the leader of the gorilla, the gorillas in it, like because you got the other yeah. champs and stuff. He's the leader of the yeah. gorillas, one there of the few go. good characters in it. There you go, um, which was was pretty cool. So, all right, man. So, Mark, the Lorax, the speaker of the trees, yes. is turning. I, I don't want to do the math. Let me guess, sixty-two. Oh, right on. Sixty. I got sixty-two. 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 All right. So, all right. Thought about you know giving him a hard time and and trying to make some jokes or things like that. You know, do something to give him a hard time for his birthday. But you know what? I was like, no, let's do this. He's the oldest of the crew. He is essentially why we're doing the show in the first place anyways. Um, because, you know, got off the road touring. I'm like, I need to do something. Had the podcast. I was like, Mark, you know, we talked about, you know, what for, for monster movies. He's like, yeah, totally down. And, uh, and a lot of people talk to me and stuff. They love the show. I mean, we got love from all you guys, but it's kind of without question from the people I hear. The Lorax is the star of the show. Oh, um, he's know. the one that's talked about the most, even, you know, which is whatever. You know, we love you too, but it's okay. Um, so, anyways, it's your birthday, man, and 62 years. Yep. Let us let the, give this don't give away too much because we do have something of course we got a lot on our plates right now especially me personally with with life but we have something big coming down the road and so i don't want you to give too much because some because what's coming down the road you'll be given quite a bit in but give us an insight on how this monster journey started for the lorax wow man you just kind of threw me on the spot there didn't you well yeah i had to yeah. it's my job well i, I think uh, how this all started is uh, I've I've always been a night owl. I stay up late every single night. I can attest that. to that. I'm the same way. You know, two or three o'clock in the morning, if not later. Mm-hmm. And I can even when to I that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ruben's little guy. Ruben knows just from how long he's known us. Yeah. Uh, even when I was young, I mean, uh, you know, back in the in the mid '60s and the later '60s, you know, you go to bed at night. We'd leave the screen door. I said, you know, that's all you'd have closed. Uh, the main door to the house is stand wide open. And uh, mom and dad, they never made me go to bed. Well, me and TV, I would sit there and watch it and watch it. And of course, the late night movies, here come the monster movies. You know, and it would scare me at first. I had babysitter over uh, that uh, showed us the blob. Which scared me to death. I thought, good Steve Lord. McQueen's the blob. Oh, yeah, Steve right, McQueen's, yeah. Because yeah. this, this was pre-80s, pre-my blob. Oh, yeah. This was Mark's oh, blob. definitely. And, um, but I got into it and, and really started 
loving it. And then I got into uh, a Saturday matinee Godzilla movie and then it was on. Then it was on. It was like, oh, I got to have more of this. This, this <laughs> yeah, is really yeah. good right here. And uh, and I've just been, you know, now that I got, you know, the internet and everything, you just check, you know, constantly checking the internet, what what monster movies are coming out, what movies are coming out, how things are, are going. And uh, I've never turned back. I've never stopped. Then you come along and... I'm like, hey, dude, check this out. <laughs> yeah. you know, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I love this stuff. And then I think it's been a ongoing thing ever since, since since you got old enough to to show you the movies. It, it has been. I mean, because I, I remember as a kid, uh, you know, really, well, the first memory I have, and I'm sure you showed me monster movies before, I remember the first, like, Godzilla movie. You know, I mean, it was, it was 85, and then yeah. right after it was 54. Oh, yeah. But, like, the first earliest memory I have of a, of a monster on film would have been Freddy Krueger right. from Nightmare on Elm Street. And uh, uh, I mean, I'm telling you, people don't parent right today like like you guys used to back then because it's like, <laughs> what did you show your kid first? Oh, I showed him Bluey or whatever. It's like, not my dad. This is Freddy Krueger. Let me introduce you to Robert England. Like, this yeah. is what you need to know. Yeah. You know and, and one of the and, best and, and, horror movies yeah. ever. Yeah. 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 And, oh, yeah. And enjoy your sleep scary. tonight. That is, <laughs> right. you know, you want to scare somebody, you scare them with that. Well, I mean, yeah. it was quick, man. Like at a young age, dude, we we were hitting the video stores, man. And I have memories of all kinds of little mom pop video stores in Indiana and in Florida and Tennessee. And we were hitting. I mean, at a young age, man. You know, Freddy Krueger, real quick into Jason Voorhees. But like the monsters, like Pumpkinhead. Like I remember that one as a kid. Like oh, yeah. I loved that movie and um, the Critters movies and Gremlins and 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 of course Godzilla and all that stuff. And it's just kind of continued. I mean, because, you know, here we are three generations later in our family from you. You know, a couple of years ago, we're in theaters for Shin Godzilla for its premiere in America. And it's you and me and Gavin and Jada. You know what yes. I mean? So you, your son, and your grandkids <laughs> oh, all yeah. watching a monster movie that you started, you know what I mean, this journey a long, long time ago. And uh, and now we've got the fans listen to this Um all thanks to really kind of you starting well, this, you know. So it's it's been a fun ride. I love it, and uh, we just gotta have to keep it going. You know, we're doing all this. We've added Ruben in, and now you know, and and his son, and and we just got everything going. And yeah, and uh, it's it it's it's a part of everyday life. Oh yeah, I mean, it's just oh, yeah. what we do. And you know, I don't go through a day and my phone's not going off, and and somebody's going somewhere talking about something. Um, that's happening with uh, monster movies and the monster oh, yeah. movie we're, stomp down. We're constantly doing, yeah, we, we get notifications from everybody from Kurt or, you know, Josh up in uh, in Connecticut or, you know, I mean, it, Patrick. Uh, it, somebody's always saying something or, or, or talking somewhere yeah. with us. And then, of oh, course, yeah. we've always got our stuff going oh, yeah. in our group chat. You know, I mean, we're talking today. Uh, you know, my wife got me that awesome Trend Masters action play set, you know, from when I was a kid. But it was missing the Godzilla figure. Dude, I hunted it down. I got it for a good deal. And I found the Godzilla figure. It arrived today. You know, so in our chats, I'm like, dudes, check it out. You know, and I'll send them pictures. And Ruben will get figures or things like that and send us pictures. And uh, Mark, you know, he's constantly showing off his RoboCop collection to us and <laughs> will not stop <laughs> <Yeah>. doing that. <laughs> so we, yeah. were, we were talking, that. <laughs> talking about that. Believe that. Showing off his NECA figure he just found on Facebook Marketplace or whatever. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but it, yeah. but it's constant, man. And, and it's cool. And it's a little niche. You know what I mean? You've got tons of podcasts out there that do monster movies but it's it's more of a horror show you know i mean yeah. we've really solidified down to just the monsters because that's yeah. just such a big part of our life and this doesn't stop man constantly finding new ones who was it was it you know it was ruben ruben you messaged me the other day or like carnifex or what was the other movie you or 65 right uh 65 65, 65. Yeah. Which, yeah. tell me that was not an awesome I, movie. I was like which one do i watch i watched 65 that's what you recommended did you like it yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I did. I did enjoy. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was, it was a lot different than what the trailer had. With the trailer, how the trailer pervade, uh, portrayed it. You know when I because I remember seeing the trailer for it. I'm like, man, that looks really cool. And I watched it. And it was really good because it's a different perspective. I mean, this guy lands on Earth sixty five million years ago. From you know, and I don't know. I still didn't understand. If they were from the future and he went through like the planet of the apes here, I'm bringing up planet of the apes again. You know, we went through a time, you know, a time. Or they were just already uh, advanced. I, I'm or, thinking they were just already or, advanced. Or, but, or they were already so advanced and 
they're already so advanced and they just landed on our primitive planet. That's my theory. My theory that, that's, is they just landed. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. Which right. spoiler alert, by the way. Sorry, guys. You yeah. know, but the the point right. the point of it was is that you know that we, all the time you know we're constantly talking and because monster movies are such a yeah. big big part of our life. Which sixty five is great. We'll probably do an episode soon. You all need to check it out. I mean, dude, I swear sixty five is like a re. It is a quasi remake of Planet of Dinosaurs. You all remember that one, Planet of the Dinosaurs? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's straight go. up what 65 is. Yeah, because I don't remember so 65 because I haven't seen it. Oh, So yeah. thanks for the uh, – Oh, my bad. Oh, totally, really totally, yeah, we, we spoiled that for, yeah. for, for the Lorax. Well, no, I didn't give – I mean, uh, I just told you that that's the beginning of the movie, and then they land on Earth, and then that's just my theory, and then – a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a whole lot more <laughs> happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm like, 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 yeah, you went with that. Yeah, land yeah. and then yeah. the end. The, the end <laughs> yeah. all, there we go. You know, uh, I didn't even mention anything about you know if he's by himself or nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's plenty to see for that one. So, but anyways, I mean, so yeah. we, we keep going, man, and it's and, and we love it, man, and I just think it's super cool because. Um, you know, it, it all started with the Lorax, dude, and so thanks for that, and a major happy birthday to you. Sixty-two you. years Thank of, you. Uh, of life, and uh, uh, many, many more. Because uh, I mean, for, the, for those who don't know, when it comes to the Lorax, Lorax has had we on three or four heart attacks. I've had three, three, th- three, and a, uh, not pacemaker. What is it called? What's the thing called? I got a, I got the old charger, defibrillator, defibrillator, defibrillator. defibrillator. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, and this man still works. You're at what fifty some hours this week? Yeah. Uh, I was almost sixty. Dang. Sixty hours. You, you yeah. can retire here. You can retire here in about six months. I don't right? want to do that. Two and a half. I don't want to do that. No. no, no I'm going to keep it going. Yeah. He, he would lose his freaking yeah, mind. Going. That's my wife. So I was like, and I. And, and, and I'm counting the days, like, man, how long before I can retire? Dude, it's a Reagan blood thing, I yeah. think, dude. Like, yeah, I don't see you ever retiring. And my wife's like, she's the same way. She's like, well, well what are we going to do when we retire? I'm like, I'm going to work. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, even if I don't have to, I'm going to have to work. Yeah, like, Even on, like, on my days off, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, bored sometimes because it's like, okay, I don't know what to do today. I'll just watch TV. You know, yeah, uh, and so it's it, uh, I'll work until you know they throw me in the dumpster and go on and find somebody else. So it's that just, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, so the Lorax man, he kicks it, dude. He kicks it for you all. Kicks for everybody. I mean, three heart attacks in and uh, um, the fibrillator, and he's still rocking it strong. I mean, it's just, it's like John Wayne. You know, what I mean, like you're you're the John Wayne of monster yeah, movies. I, yeah, I don't have that walk down though. I. No, no, nah, man. Work, nobody's got know, that walk. You know, it's walk, like you know, yeah. you know, death. Death comes <laughs> looking at not, you know, on John. Well, who was it? It was it uh, that did that joke about John Wayne. Was it Pryor that was joking about John Wayne? I don't kicking remember. kicking death's butt, uh, you know. Yeah. I think it was Pryor talking about it. It's like you know. Anyway, I can't say that joke on yeah. on here, but I'm pretty sure it's Pryor. Yeah. But, but Lorax is the same way, man. I think it's it's funny. Uh, a, a little story about about him from your first, second. What's the one you had? You had surgery on one of them. I had open heart on the second one. Second one, second yeah. one. So he's in there, you know. You know they do that, do it, uh, and the first ones to go into the room and they get him back out was me and his best friend Michael Jeebs. Um, uh, we both walk back in together. And so they just bring him out, you know, and he's already awake and or coming to uh, out of this, you know, and they've cut him open and sealed him back up. And he just looks over at us and looks right back at the doctors and he's like, just take me back. Just take me back. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, nice to see you too, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm with you for your third one. And we have to go up to the hospital here. And I get him in the hospital. You're trying to be a good son, you know, taking him back here. And he starts telling the doctors and nurses, like, I don't know who this guy is, but he walked in here. You might want to get him out. You know what I mean? Just like, dude. Like, uh, call security. Yeah. Call security. That's the, that's, that's the way he handles those situations. So he's going to be rocking hard for quite a long time, man. But uh, he is he's the local hero for the Monster Movie Stomp Down. He is your all's favorite. And I uh, just want to make sure you give a little bit of a background for the Lorax for his birthday. So you all make sure to tell him happy birthday um, after you listen to this. And, of course, you'll see it on Facebook. We'll put up there, hey, it's Lorax's birthday, blah, blah, blah. Wish him happy birthday, you know, that type of, the type of deal. Yeah, so I appreciate it. Thanks, but, uh All right. Well, man. He, I think uh, a lot of people enjoy him because he's got great stories. That's why. He's got some great stories to tell. Like that story he just told about, you know, the screen door and all those little details. Oh, yeah. Oh, not, yeah. not story. Oh, not, yeah, not story. Hey, I'm one, hey, I'm one of those because guys. Because he takes me with him. He, he takes me with him, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those guys. I remember those days. Growing up, 
before microwave ovens when we actually had to cook yeah. food. Yeah, yeah, man. So, I mean, that's days. a legend, you know, <laughs> yeah. for you young ones. I'm like, man, he took me back. And he was talking about his house, but I remember the screen door and the door open till late at night. And, oh, yeah. you know, just a little light on and a little black and white TV there. And you know, I'm just sitting there for, because you yeah. had to have your windows open and the screen door because it was down here. It's hot. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was hot up there oh, yeah. too. So you yeah. had to. That was, that was yeah. Air for, for whatever reason, still to this day, I don't understand it. But people in Indiana don't know what an AC is. Like I don't know why. Yeah. Like even like I go up there. Like I'm up there pretty regularly traveling uh, to my aunt and uncles or go to my cousin's house or my other aunt and uncles or my other cousins or you know whoever. Nobody's got an AC. Like it's 2023. <laughs> Nobody has ACs up there. Like so they just they don't use them. You know so they had to have their windows open back then, even in Indiana, well, which is crazy. Back then we couldn't afford no AC. I nope. mean, our first AC didn't come till my mom had surgery. My brother went out and bought one for her. Yeah, my AC came. And we in. put it in one. It was a room air conditioner. It went in one room, and guess where everybody was? In the <laughs> yeah, we were all in that room. We had a know? we had a box fan. Oh. We had a box fan. That was about it. You know then it, and. Then the uh, uh, ceiling fan came, and you know we were good. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we had the box on, but the, the room that I slept in had a peach tree right outside the window. So wow! And, but I'd have the window open. That was it. So there was a peach tree there. So the possums would come get the peaches. <laughs> when we were a kid, I'd be freaking out every time, man. I didn't like that at all. So I, I remember close that window or yeah, so. I, I remember going from and not all houses, but some houses, I think as well as I get is I remember going from rotary to touchtone phones. Like I remember still having rotaries in some of the houses oh, you know, man. Um, and then switching to touchtone. I already had a microwave, already had the AC, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. That's back in <laughs> the good old guys, days and the better kids, days. But pr- probably probably Mark remembers. I remember <laughs> you had to pay ex- you had to pay extra for touchtone. It was two dollars yep. more a month. Oh, yeah. That, that oh, touchtone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it wasn't free. And most and kids today be like, "What's what touchtone?" What about the back in the day party lines, man? Mm-hmm. You had to wait to talk on the phone because oh, yeah. your neighbor across the street was talking, <laughs> so you had to wait till they got done. It's like, will you hurry up? Yeah. I kind of make that's that's when people used to communicate face to face. Screw it, I ain't calling you. I'm just coming over, like, and we'll just talk that way. So kids nowadays are like, "What's touchtone? What's yeah. what's this?" You know, they don't have to work that stuff. So back in the good old days, but all right. Man, thank you all again so much for for sticking with us in, uh, um, for another episode and Mark's birthday and celebrating with him with the Night Stalker. Um, now, and of course, the next episode next month, we are jumping into the next Gamer film, which we hinted at previously, is the creme de la creme of the Showa Gamer films and introduces his Ghidorah, so to speak, with Gamer versus Gauss. And then uh, the next film next month is actually a Ruben pick. Ruben's not picked one in a minute. And Ruben is taking us back to mm-hmm. 1978 to a Roger Corman film known as Piranha. Um, which was one of the many nature run Amic films, but I think one of the better ones. Yeah. Like I love <laughs> plenty of, they had, um, it's had sequels and then had remake after remake. Um, but none of them just captured the Roger. I Corman think it film. even had a 3d version, didn't it? Uh, the, it did. the newer uh, ones, it did. the yeah. newer yeah. ones yeah. That, that came out, I, I the second that. remake run. Cause there was yeah. like, I said, there was, uh, yeah. there was the, the original one. Then there was the second one, which most people don't know or, or, or maybe may not know, but the second Piranha film, the spawning, was actually James Cameron's first film. And he will tell you it's his worst oh, film ever because it's one of the worst movies of all time. It's terrible. <laughs> um, but he definitely showed really? you things underwater. So, so, so it's really that James Cameron's worst film? That's the one? No, Titanic's definitely still the worst <laughs> film. So I don't think about it. Now yeah. I'm like, oh, he was setting that up right there. Mark, you heard him. He just said. I had to stop and think. I retract that statement. Uh, wait, 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 is that the movie that's, that's setting for, on the shelf there? That's for nailing me on the Aldo. That's for nailing me on the Aldo. Dang it, dang it. All right, I'll take that one. Prawn 2 is still better than Titanic, though. But he, but he definitely, yeah. you, you go back and watch Prawn 2, and you're like, well, he's got a knack for shooting underwater scenes. He really does. And I don't know what it is about him wanting to show. Uh, well, anyways, well, that's another movie. So, But then they, had, they did it. Then they did uh, a 90s um, uh, made-for-TV remake. No, it wasn't made-for-TV, but it was a 90s remake. Uh, that was even worse. Uh, then they did the newer ones in the later two thousands. Um, um, the first Piranha, and then Pir- Piranha three D, then Piranha three double D, or whatever. Yeah. 
Real exploitative type <laughs> yes, films yes, is what they were for there. sure. Double D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gee, I wonder what that one's about. <laughs> right. I, I have that, no idea, you know, what we might that. see going yeah, into this no, film with a title like that. One. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so we're not doing any of those, but we're going to go back and do the original Piranha next month, which is going to be a ton, ton of fun. And uh, be looking out. Um, I know we haven't seen Stompy or Frank for a while. There's been some, uh, well, let's just say Stompy has gone missing. Um, we haven't seen Stompy for what five, four months, five yeah, months. It's yeah, been a minute. Like um, Frank's been around, and we've heard from Stompy once or twice, but he's pretty much been gone. So uh, we'll keep you up to hey, date. Frank came. Frank came through for me. Frank oh yeah. Came through for oh me, yeah. So. He, he did. He, did. Yeah, he, he did. came through for you. Um, he's a little. Uh, I think his uh, aggravation towards me is just well. Let's say I'm not happy with how he came through, but that's what it is. You know what I mean? Whatever. I figured he'd go for gamer. Well, no, you know, ru- rumor rumor has it you're partly to blame for Stompy going missing. You know, this is a girl gone bad type situation. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. well, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's more Frank's fault. Yeah. Whatever, we'll find out. So, anyways, yeah, Frank's fault. Yeah, you know what? You're right. It could be Frank's fault too, but. I kind of like Stompy, and, and you is, ran him off, man. That ain't cool. I didn't run him off. That He'll be cool. back, I hope. Cool. But so, anyways, they'll be back some point once we hear from Stompy. So, but uh, next month, definitely stay tuned. Uh, we got some cool stuff coming up for you, and a few things down the works. Um, but check it out for Gamer versus Gauss and Piranha again, the original Roger Corman film. Because uh, Roger Corman freaking rocks, and uh, there you go. Yep. Go check out Cold Check the Night Stalker. Also, please go check out all the other podcast shows on our network. Our good buddies Charlie and Nate and Pete at the Give Me Back My Action Movies, Give Me Back My Horror Movie Shows. Of course, Pete also with Give Me Good Beer Man Movie Night. Uh, Jimmy over at Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. Uh, check all those shows out. Listen to their shows. They're amazing shows. Amazing dudes. We absolutely love them. And of course, we you know, we love Charlie because Charlie is our trivia master, which uh, he's been having to. To work on some things, and we've been having some conflicts with scheduling, so we didn't have any trivia the last this episode, or last episode for that. But we'll be. I back think. I think that. what that really is is I think he's upset because didn't we ace the last two trivia? We yeah. have. We have. We I think have. that's the problem. We have yeah. aced the last two trivia. Yeah. So, so I, I think that's where the problem is. Are you that, saying he's slipping? Nope. 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 Charlie's great. Fantastic. <laughs> he is great. Charlie is. <laughs> I, I think Mark knows there's one more Robocop movie in the mix, and he's trying not to get that one at this yeah, point. <laughs> yeah, he's like, please, not the third film. I'm just letting you know that by coincidence, we've aced the last two. Now we haven't seen him for a few. So, but Trivia will be back very soon. We know you guys love that. So, But again, you know, check out the other shows. Go follow us and join the groups on Facebook and Instagram because uh, we do bring you guys a lot of extra stuff on there, and we love talking to you all. And, uh, uh, again, thank you all so much. This is Sludge. This is the Lorax. And you got the Grandmaster in Texas, which on his birthday, I get to find out what my grandbaby's going to be, a boy or a girl. Awesome. Oh, awesome. sweet, yes, sweet. Awesome. So when he oh. finds out, we'll so have to It's going to be a special know. day because it's his birthday. Yeah, I'll yeah. Let, yeah. Yeah, we find out on the 27th. They're making us wait. So, Well, well that's, that, a good, that's a good but, day to uh, wait, too. So, yep. There you go. Yeah, so if yeah. he comes out living like Mark, I got no clue what's going on. So Me neither. I'm in Tennessee. <laughs> You're in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you all again. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Nice. Good night, y'all. <laughs>